Hey, everybody. Welcome back to the Jessica Hazeman podcast. If you haven't already, make sure you subscribe. And if you're listening to this right upon release, that means you're going to be entered in a huge M Design giveaway. Either way, I truly appreciate your support and I'm so happy you're here. Today, I'm going to be answering a question that is by far the most asked question that I receive. And the question is, how do I have the motivation? How do I have the motivation to keep a clean home, to organize, to take care of the kids, to take care of Bali, to go on walks, to work out every day? How do I have the motivation to cook dinner or stock my fridge? Where is the motivation coming from? How do I have that motivation? And my quick response is I don't. I don't have an absurd amount of motivation. And that might be shocking and surprising to so many of you, but the things that I do every day, the way that I live my life is created through habits. So motivation, as defined, is the general desire or willingness of someone to do something. A habit is a settled or regular tendency or practice, especially one that is hard to give up. So A habit is something that you do like flipping on a light switch when you walk into a dark room or setting your alarm before you go to bed, plugging in your phone before you go to bed, brushing your teeth when you wake wake up, going to work. Those are habits. They're very easy for you to do. Those are habitual, right? Those are easy. Now, things that require motivation might be starting a new diet, starting a new workout routine starting to keep your house clean, starting the decluttering process, having a newborn baby or puppy where you're just getting by on a bunch of motivation. Now, there is a huge difference between the two. As you can see, my answer is I don't use a lot of motivation. I use habits, but they go hand in hand. To create a habit, to successfully create a habit, it is going to require motivation to get started. But hopefully, if you successfully create a habit, you will no longer need motivation after a a large amount of motivation at some point. So to break that down, I want to talk about how to successfully create a habit using motivation, but eventually being able to do it without motivation. When you sit down, and I want you to truly Sit down and think about this whole process before you even get started because so many people just rush into it and then wonder why it's so hard or wonder why it doesn't work and wonder why it fails. So I want you to truly sit down and first think about your goals. I sat down with my husband and um, we came up with our goals together. I swear we are like literally the same person and everything that we do, we want to do together. There's very few things that I feel strongly about that he doesn't also feel strongly about. Um, I guess maybe like incorporating romance films into our life would be something he's not a true big fan of. He likes anime. So we would have different, different Netflix taste. But besides that, all of our goals are unified. We have decided to work on our life together. Now, for you, you might be sitting down alone or with a partner or with your kids or 
maybe with your parents, depending on what your goals are, you're going to sit down and think about them. And I want you to truly think about all of your goals. You might be watching my TikTok on deep cleaning and you're like, oh, I really want to get that done. So I'm going to work towards getting, you know, deep cleaning done off my list. But I really want you to not only think about keeping your house clean or organizing, but I want you to sit down and think of your whole life. What are all your goals? What are your goals for your contribution to the world, um, finance, your family, your friends, yourself? What are all of your goals? Because doing this will help put into perspective how important this specific goal is. Now, you might have a goal to, I don't know, start a blog, but in the big scheme of things, that's not your top priority. Your top priority might be your health. And you should be working on creating habits related to that before you start to kind of go on these endeavors for hobbies. My goal was to create a blog, and that was a huge goal of mine financially for us, but also for my contribution to the world. So you have to figure out what what your goal is and where it aligns in the big scheme of things, your big scheme of values. I do have a printable available on my website at jessicahazeman.com that you can print out and help organize your thoughts. I sat down with my husband. This is the exact organizer that we used. That's why I created it and figured out what our goals and values were. It was really, really eye-opening and we refer back to it very often to kind of put into perspective what are we doing on our day-to-day basis and are they aligning with our goals? Are we working towards goals that we have truly thought about and put into place? Now, once you've established your goals, I want you to think about why are these my goals? And I want you to really, really think about this because so many people work towards goals. And I guess I shouldn't say so many people, but I'm afraid that people work towards goals that aren't truly theirs. It's what your best friend is working towards or what your sisters and brothers are working towards or your mom wants for you. And I don't I don't want that for you. I want you to truly pick goals that are important to you. Think about where you want to be, where what what you want to leave in this world, and I want you to think about your goals and why they're important to you. Okay? I want them to be important to you. My goal to have a clean home is incredibly important to me because it's really great for my mental health and my physical health to have a clean home. That might not be a huge goal for you and that is okay. I want you to think about, I'm going to say it again, I want you to think about the goals that are important to you. Now, these first two steps figuring out your goals and figuring out the why sounds stupid. And why would I do that when I just want to lose weight? And I know I want to lose weight, but I really, I really, really encourage you. This step is life-changing. I promise you, if you actually go through this process over and over again, I'll get to the rest of the process eventually. If you really do this process over and over again, you will create the life that you want. And that is just explosive knowledge. And if everyone could know that, I would be the happiest person in the world. Anyways, so goals why now is the time to break it down. Okay. I want you to think of your huge goals. So 
my goals, I have six huge goals. I have goals for myself, for my spouse, for my family, for my finance, my contribution to the world, and for my home. So when I look at all of those goals, I have a bunch of different little flower petals coming off of them, and I want to achieve all of it. That's what I want from my life. This is my goals. These are my values. But how do I get there? That's this step. So you're going to take, you're going to figure out what's most important to you right now. Because each month, each week, each time you approach a new goal, something else might be newly important to you, right? So this month I must, maybe, blah, this month I must really want to work on myself and I want to get myself into a better place. But next month, I might really want to focus on my contribution to the world and I really want to provide good content and reach more people and touch more people's lives. And then the following month, I might want to do a no spend month because I want to work on my finances and really dive into my budget. You can see that these are all my goals and these are all my values, but each you can't focus on all of them at the same time. And I I do see that a lot. I do see people successfully doing it a lot, but that is not what I would recommend. You can definitely have a list of 45 things that you're like, okay, I'm going to check all these off today because these are all going to be habits of mine if I do them 21 days in a row. And it's just, it's just 45 things I have to do every day. And that takes a lot of motivation, a lot of motivation guys. So I don't suggest that. I do suggest working on one or two, maybe three things at a time. But when you break it down, I want you to break it down to a super small goal. So like I said, you could be working on your budget, but I want you to break that down into something so small. And if you're working on yourself, you're not just going to try to be better. You're going to break it down into specific goals. So for the sake of this episode, we are going to talk about the goal, a huge goal of having a clean home. And the reason that you want a clean home is because it's good for your mental and physical health and it makes you a better person and you feel better and you breathe better and there's a bunch of reasons why and you've sat down and you figured out your reasons why. Now I want to break that down. When I break it down, I want to be really specific. I want to create a measurable goal and I want to make sure that it is small enough that I can be successful. Okay? So clean home, I can break it down into things like, okay, well, each room has to be clean. And if I'm going to pick a room, I want to start in my bedroom. And if I'm going to pick my bedroom, that's still too big. Having a clean bedroom every single day is a big goal if you're starting in a, in a hard spot. So let's break that down even more. Okay. What's one tiny thing that I can focus on in my bedroom to keep it clean that I can work on that's not going to require a lot of motivation because again, motivation will run out. So let's let let's pick something super easy that it doesn't require a lot of motivation. So my recommendation would be start with making your bed. It takes less than two minutes usually, and you can muster up the motivation to get that done. And then you've successfully worked on it. You do that every day for however long it takes until eventually you're like, wow, this, this feels easy. I feel like I just wake up and I make my bed every day and I don't have to think about it. I just do it. And the days that like I've missed making my bed, I kind of feel weird. That's the spot where you're like, that is a habit. Check mark. Like you will feel 
amazing because you've successfully created that habit. Now, it's going to feel like it's going to feel like a long process because you're going to be like, wow, all I'm working on is making my bed every day. That's just super lame. Like, where's my checklist? I want all I want to work on a ton of habits. But I promise you that if you work on this one thing and it becomes a habit, that's going to be a habit for the rest of your life. You're just going to be automatically making your bed every single day. And that means you're one step closer to your big goal of having a clean home, which is awesome. Okay. It's awesome. So then you work on cleaning your nightstand or um, bringing your um, glass of water back to the kitchen in the morning. And once that becomes a habit, you work on putting your makeup away and your hair supplies away after using them every time. And then you work on getting rid of that pesky chair that accumulates all the clothes. And then you work on, you just keep going through until you've created habits and it's easy to keep your room tidy all day long and all of it is habitual. So you're not feeling like I have to clean my room and it's a disaster. You're just going throughout your day and those habits are a part of your day. That is the goal and that is awesome. So while you're going through that process, you've picked your tiny little one thing that you want to work on. You want to make sure that it's specific. So you're saying I'm making my bed every day or I'm picking up the makeup every day. You want to be specific. You don't want to just say I'm going to tidy my room every day because there's no measurement. In another example, if you're working towards being healthier or you want to drink more water, you're not going to just say, I want to drink more water. You want to say, I'm going to drink two glasses of water today or 16 ounces of water today, whatever, whatever measurement you have, because you want to make sure that you can successfully track it, which brings me to the next thing. You, you should track it. I, I highly encourage you guys to track whatever you're working on because not only do you get to celebrate, but then you can realistically look at it and see how long it took you to work on that habit. And you might either be surprised by, wow, it only took me a week to work on making my bed and it already feels really easy. Or you might be like, wow, it took me six months to make that habit. That took a lot of motivation. I'm, I'm actually shocked that it took that long. And being able to reflect on that and see how long or how little it took you is going to kind of help you move forward in the process, maybe um, make a habit a little bit easier if you want to kind of um, create it a little bit faster, or just being gentle with yourself and being patient with yourself because so many people uh, give up before they've even given themselves a chance. So being able to track it and reflect on it and see it will not only help you kind of understand that process, but it's also going to help you celebrate your wins that you totally deserve no matter how small of a habit you're working on. Now, to show you kind of what this whole thing looks like, I want to talk about my husband and I's nighttime routine. Now, we started working January 1st of 2020 on a nighttime routine. And we worked really, really hard on first going to bed at um, the same time every night. So as you can see, we wanted a nighttime routine, but our first habit that we worked on was going to bed at the same time every night, which we picked 10 p.m. Central Standard Time. That's the time that we went to bed and we focused on that for an entire month. We did 
that for the whole month. And then the next month we picked, we kind of, uh, piggybacked on that habit and was like, okay, so now at nine o'clock an hour before bedtime, we're going to shut off our electronics, no TV, no phones. We're going to do that. And then we started to add more and more and more until we created this nighttime routine that was habitual for us. Unfortunately, we stopped following our nighttime routine. And now here in 2021, we're trying to get it back and slowly incorporate those things again. However, because we worked so hard and so diligently on it in the past, it will be easier. It will come back a lot faster the second time around. So if you have worked on a nighttime routine or drinking water or eating healthier, know that if you do break it down and you go through this process, it might happen a little bit faster the second time around, which is awesome. But we went through the entire process. We figured out what our goals were. Our goals are to be healthy people and to have a good, healthy relationship with each other. And we figured that a nighttime routine would help both of those things. Sleep is really important. Intimacy is really important. One-on-one time is really important. So how can we get those? And we broke those down. We added those to our nighttime routine. We were really, really specific on our goals each month. And we focused on one thing at a time. Then we tracked it. Um, I used a habit tracking app for this. And then the next month I would switch to the paper copy that I have and I would switch back to the app depending on how I felt. And then at the end, we reflected. We talked about it. We talked about what we like about our nighttime routine. We talked about how the process was. Was it hard? Was it easy? Do we feel successful? Does this feel realistic? Does it feel like a habit? We went through all those questions and we reflected with each other. So This is my super long-winded answer to, I have a bunch of awesome habits that I have built over the course of my life. I've worked really, really hard to create the habits to work out every day and to eat healthy, to drink enough water, which I'm still working on, (laughs) Um, to keep a clean home, to organize my home, to go on walks with my husband and our puppy. I've worked on these habits really hard and they don't come easy. They are really hard work that take a lot of motivation every single day, but eventually they become habits. And that's what you see on the outside. You see these habits that I've put into place. So hopefully that helps you guys not only see that um, I'm not a superstar, I'm just a normal person who worked really hard to get where I am, but also it will help you kind of make it realistic, make your goals realistic and make that process realistic and be able to work on it in a realistic way rather than, you know, having these big, huge goals that are really, really hard and have you failing because we want you to be successful. I want to encourage you. I want to support you and give you the tools that are going to help you thrive. So thanks so much for listening to this week's episode dive into the show notes and access my printables at jessicahazeman.com slash podcast. Be sure to subscribe, leave a rating and share with a friend. I depend on you guys to get this podcast out there. Anyways, love you and see you next week.